Arts Podcast. Yeah, I'm good. All right, Captain's Drug of Thoughts. Welcome back. This one uh, is coming out a week in, well, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be like a week earlier than usual because Cap's going to be uh, going down south. Yep, I'm going away, so we're going to be doing we're doing a show a week early, and uh, who knows, I might even call from down there and do another one, we'll see. Yeah, and on the phone one? Yeah, we did that last year, and that was pretty fun. Yeah. But tonight, what's going on tonight, Cap? Well, we got a very special guest tonight. Someone we've been trying to get on the show for this entire year that we've been doing this. <laughs> Would you like to say hello, Eddie? How you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is like a real show. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right. So um, You've been trying to get Eddie for a while. I have. Before I have. it was this it was, show, when it was other shows. I know. I've always wanted to do one with him. The, Eddie and I had some very good times. Uh for sure. <laughs> we uh, uh, An important I, figure I, in the history of the jug. He's very, very important, especially like the whole family, the whole bloodline. So, 86 years. 86 years. Yep. So we're going to be talking a little bit about that for sure today. Um, I, I worked for Eddie for a few years at the jug, and, uh, and uh, his family owned it for 86 years. So um, you want to tell us how that started? Oh, it started? Yeah. My uh, great-grandmother bought it in 1927. Wow. Because uh, her and my grandparents, and also my great-grandfather, whatever, back in the day they were bootleggers from Niagara Falls, and they would make moonshine. Yeah. And then they would ride the trolleys, the trolley down, and sell to all the speakeasies, and the jug had a speakeasy in it. Right. Oh, and my what was the password? I wonder what the password was. I don't know, but the, <laughs> but the speakeasy was actually you can still see the um, the old marks in the floor. You know where the old ladies' room was? Yeah. The old, not the old ladies' room. <laughs> the old ladies room. <laughs> uh, there were marks in the floor in front of that, and that's where the bar was. Oh, really? In the ba- in the back room. Oh, oh yeah. wow! There, yeah, because everything was bolt locked. Right. And everything was old. Bolted it's up. probably like yeah. fail safe so, uh, if they got raided or my, something. Uh, my great-grandmother like befriended the woman that owned it, and she couldn't take care of it anymore because she lived there by herself because her husband uh, actually was in jail. Oh, wow. At Niagara County Jail for um, uh, accidentally <laughs> bludgeoning a man to death in a fight oh. on the Whoops. front porch. <laughs> on the, the front base- porch? Well, when it was yeah, yeah, yeah. When, the wooden, when it was a, when it, it was, was a soldier from when Fort Niagara was an army base, right? And uh, because my my one aunt told me the story how they had to go to Niagara County Jail for him to actually sign the papers to buy the building. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, oh that's so. Crazy. Anyways, that's how they got it, and then they moved there. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Accidental bludgeoning. An accidental bludgeoning. Well, you don't hear yeah, that breaking up. You know, you break no. up a fight and. You know, yeah. back in the day, think about it, 1920s. Yeah. Right. Soldiers at the fort, yeah. Right. Like it's Furlough. So with a baseball bat? Crazy. I believe it was a baseball bat. <laughs> That's what my aunt told me. Accidentally imagining <laughs> someone with a baseball bat. Now like my aunt's gone, case. so I really can't guarantee that that's the true story. She got right. a glass yeah. case with a broken bat in it <laughs> and like a plaque. We should. But anyways, that's how they bought it. That's how they obtained it. That's, that's, that's really cool. Wow. I don't think that you ever told yeah. me that before. Yeah. 
I think you forgot. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I would remember that yeah, story. It's a good they, one. Yeah. <laughs> they probably told it to you at like 3 a.m. Right. Yeah. Well, we shared a lot of 3 a.m.s in the uh, old in the old kitchen. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> Closing yeah. up the bar on the weekends. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had some good times. And, uh, so yeah, what year was you? this when uh, the signing, the jail signing? My uh, my great grandmother bought it in 1927. Oh, okay. And then my grandparents moved there in 1931 with my mother and her two sisters. And, and then the they family and lived, they lived there? there ever since. Yeah, wow. my grandparents both passed passed away there in the 80s. Yeah. Wow. Yep, that was her home. Yeah. So uh, the, the in cr- my home the yeah. crib upstairs that we talked about is that a family crib <laughs> that now has what was it a Jason mask and an empty bottle of vodka. Yeah, in the attic. Yeah, in the four, on the fourth floor. He showed me. He gave me the yeah. tour. Yeah, there's like a crib up there, like an old that wooden crib. crib. That's not that old. That oh, it's crib not. was made. Um, I can't believe it's still there. It's there. <laughs> that is a. That's all made out of cherry wood. Oh yeah. Uh, that crib, my sister-in-law gave that to my wife and I as a present when Kalen was born. Oh, no kidding. My oldest son, who's now 40. Right. <laughs> so that crib's like 41 so, yeah. years old, but it's beautiful. It, it is. It was made by yeah. a, um, uh, let me think of the guy who made it. Whatever. Yeah. I can't think of his name right now. So yeah. this isn't like... As soon as I remember his name, I'll blurt it out there and I'll say, yeah. No, yeah, it's that's different. all right. It's yeah. not just like... It the... was the same guy who, who uh, it's the same gentleman who made my back bar. Oh, no kidding. the back bar for me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Bring... You're pushing yeah. it away. Got to bring. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it off. Um, I don't like stuff close. <laughs> okay. Don't get so close to me, microphone. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, so that's it's not just the family business. Funk. Then it's... wait a minute. Okay, Ed Funk, Ed Funk is the name of the guy who made the crib and made the new back bar that's there now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ed Funk. Okay. Ed Funk. This is really yeah. Yeah. Ed Funk. Yeah. That sounds like that would be like a your very good craftsman. It sounds like it'd be your yeah. nickname. Like when you start getting <laughs> drunk and dancing, people are like, oh, Ed Funk's coming out. Ed Funk's coming You've out. You've never seen me dance. Funky was... Eddie. <laughs> Let's not go there. Yeah, we don't need to go there, I suppose. <laughs> so that's weird that it's not just the family business, you know what I mean? It was also like your guys' house. It was yeah. our house. So like yeah. all the stuff, the bar and all the crazy stuff yeah. that's happening there, imagine if that was all happening in your house. Like that's, that's in your, in your that's basement. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my grandparents lived upstairs and we'd spend weekends there sometimes and... It was always fun. Yeah. Because we could stay up all night. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't allowed downstairs when we were younger during business hours. But after the bar closed, we could come down and just, like, wow. hang out and wander around. Really? That's cool. Yeah. So, like, 3 in the morning, my, you guys would go down there? 3 in the morning until, like, 5, 6. My grandmother, was a night <laughs> my grandmother used to stay up, like, all night long because after the bar closed, then she had her own space. Yeah. And she liked to, like, do all the stuff. Yeah. You know, she would even clean and stuff, and we could hang out. It was fun. I yeah, that. I get that. I mean, that's that's kind of what I do now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once everything's you know, calmed down, everybody's yeah, gone. Everybody's you get gone. to do your work. Yeah, I get to. Yeah. Yeah. Without anybody knocking on the door and yeah. saying, "Hey, uh, can yeah. I?" Uh, yeah. No, go yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> Not now. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. So. Um, <laughs> so uh, there were a couple times there that I was thinking about that. Um, Remember the time that we were taking the trash out? Yeah. And we heard the guy say that? It was a 
I forget what he said. That was weird. That was weird. Because there was nobody there. No, there was no one there. <laughs> I remember just say, you saying, do you hear that? And I was like, yeah. what am I, deaf? <laughs> yeah. So what happened? Is this, this is a three in the morning story? It was, well, after we closed. Yeah, we so. both heard it, and it's like there was nobody there. It was a voice of a guy? Yeah. yeah. What did it say? It I don't remember. Like, like, hey, what are you doing? Or it was just, yeah. Something. It was very, very bizarre. <laughs> and it was like it was like somebody was behind us. Yeah, and we like, both we both like at the exact both same like, time. Like, who was who said yeah. that? You know, spun our heads. And this so was, was in the jug. No, this was no, outside, was, right oh. at the back door. Yeah, but it's right Youngstown is a small town, so it's not like you're just hearing random. But like you were probably the only two awake in the yeah, whole town, probably. Like, so yeah, you're no, not, it's it not was, like you're in the city where you're yeah. hearing stuff everywhere. Like it's no. quiet. So it's when very you hear quiet. Somebody, no, no, no. There was nobody there. Yeah. There was no. <laughs> there was definitely nobody. Well, there. there was nobody of this world there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it was something yeah. else. It was like, uh, did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, my death. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Um, so, uh, you know, another story that you told me was, uh, about, uh, Rudolph. Oh, the, the, yeah. There was a gentleman that lived there when I was a young kid. Because yeah. my grandparents, the third floor, they, they rented out as a rooming house. They lived on the second floor, and there were guys that lived up there, and there was an older gentleman named Rudolph. Yeah. He, was, he was Swedish. He was from Sweden, and I, he had a big beard. And uh, and he lived down that... He, he lived in the room at the end of that long hallway. Yeah, the creepy at hallway. At the top of the stairs. Yeah, the yeah. creepy hallway, yeah. It is a creepy hallway. And, uh, it's like super skinny and real dark. Yeah. <laughs> and it leads out into the main hallway at the top of the stairs the yeah. third floor right and uh yeah when i was a, i was i remember i was like five years old and we used to we were going to school at the red brick school mm-hmm. and i was in kindergarten yeah so we could come home for lunch kindergarten first grade but we come home for lunch and we were all sitting in the back room eating lunch yeah and it was springtime and i heard my aunt scream really loud because at that time there was no door at the top of the stairs right and i ran up there and he was laying he had passed away right they figured he had a heart attack but he hit his head on the way out of the door wow and yeah he was just laying there and it was it was pretty graphic it was bloody and yeah yeah, for a five-year-old now i now that i think back i probably have Issues about it, yeah. <laughs> right? But I didn't think about it at the time. We no, told you this one yeah. was going to be funny. Of course not. <laughs> yeah, but then when I had when the ghost hunters came there the one time, I had these. You know, I've had like three different groups of uh, ghost hunter people come there. Right. And uh, and the one time there was a guy there, the one guy that was there, whatever. And I don't give them any information about nothing. Right. And uh, and I knew that this guy. They said he died of a heart attack. Sure. And. Uh, so all these ghost hunters were up there, whatever, and this guy was down that hallway. Mm-hmm. And they called me in, and they said, this guy wants to talk to you. And he was in the hallway, and I said, you know what? And he goes, do you know anything that happened down here? And I was like, no, not really, because I don't want to give any information out. Right. I kind of like, I'm skeptical, even though of yeah, course. I believe it. Um, <laughs> and the guy just goes, I feel like a lot of pressure on my chest when I walk down the end of this hallway do anything about that and i'm like no not really uh, then that guy has a i attack. really don't know anything <laughs> yeah you know and he just me goes what about the name rudolph and i was just Oof. like 
Come on. <laughs> they did really? some research. Are you? I think they found out. How could they? I don't know. There's no way they could. No. I wouldn't, they, you know. They, I don't know, yeah. This guy was, was buried a, in 1960. Like, how would they even know? Check some records or something, and they found out he had a heart attack. They're like, all right, I'm going to do the heart bit, and I'm going to really freak him out. I'm going to do the pressure on the chest bit, <laughs> and then drop so the they name. Went, so they went and looked up on all the information of people that used to live there. I don't know, man. And how they died. Yeah. No, I'm just, it's... <laughs> it's creepy shit up there it's creepy up there really yeah is. for sure he gave us yeah. the tour a couple weeks ago yeah and it's I did. creepy yeah and especially like, yeah. the history that's there <laughs> yeah because right? you know it, it, people don't realize the even the battle of uh, La Bella Famille of the French and Indian War yeah happened right at that corner yeah I think, wasn't right that what Pete right. was talking about when Pete was yeah, on? Yeah, because I've had ghost hunt, I've had three different groups of people that were ghost hunted from these ghost hunter things, whatever. And they're like, what the fuck happened here? No, but the one guy, the, there's a couple of people that said they've talked to French women, French guys that were yeah. there. And, yeah. so, and it's possible because even though that's the third building that's been there, you know, like supposedly all the spirits still stay there. Right. So, yeah. That's the third building since the the battle. There was a there on the site of the jug. Now there was a there was a tavern there. I don't know what the name of it was, but it was burned during the War of eighteen twelve, like right. everything was. And then they built the Hathaway Inn. Yep. In eighteen seventeen or eighteen fifteen. Okay. The signs out there. Yeah, the signs on the building. And then when the when the Hathaway Inn burned, which I don't know what year it was, that's when they built the jug. Right. Yeah. The guy said, forget this, we're doing stone. We're doing stone. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. burning this bitch yeah. down again. <laughs> yeah, this ain't happening again. It'll be the last thing. And it's standing. worked for 175 years. So yeah. Knock on wood. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so there's a lot of history there. And, you know, some of these me. spirits that are in there could be from another time. I don't know. That was before. me knocking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Yeah, there's a ton of history here, and it's uh, yeah. great having you on the show to, like, you know, reveal some of it that we don't know about. Because um, we uh, we had Pete on the show before. Oh, yeah? And, uh, you know, he knows he's a history buff. So. Oh, yeah, he knows a lot about the fort and all that. Yeah, yeah so he, yeah. he gave us a little insight on yeah. uh, all of Youngstown, basically. Um, but nobody better to uh, get uh, jug information than from you. <laughs> Pete's yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> about the jug. Yep. So you spent your whole life there, growing up life, as a child, and, there. Then, and then when you became yeah. old enough to join in on the fun. I started ten bar there when I was thirteen. Thirteen. I used to, I, I used to <laughs> that is bar. against so many child labor yeah. laws. Well, <laughs> I know, but back back in the day, you know, you could actually you could back in the day you could legally ten bar if you were a uh, direct family member at of sixteen bar, legally. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But I started at 13. It's okay. We watered <laughs> would, down his shots. Don't yeah. worry. No, I wasn't drinking. I would only 10 bar. Only like, vodka for the kid. Yeah. Let's not go crazy. Yeah. I would uh, I would 10 bar like for two or three hours after school. Yeah. That's a fucking fun job yeah. for a 13-year-old, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, it was. And you, I liked it. You would get tips? Back then, people didn't tip. They didn't no. tip? No, they didn't tip. No. What do you mean? Not even like leave a quarter on the tip. bar or something? Very rarely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no tips weren't a thing, huh? Yeah. Until the late '60s, early '70s, yeah. Really? Yeah. 
I wonder how that all began. I don't know, but it's a good thing it did. It sure is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if it weren't for that. Yeah, I, I can remember being a teenager, and my aunt would, like, somebody would leave and go, hey, you left your money, then it would only be change. You yeah. Know, like, back in the day. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Kidding me. Yeah. They still yeah, didn't, didn't um, like, in the 70s, didn't most people tip, like, a dime? Well, there was nothing. I mean, I can remember when I was probably, like, 13, 14, and my grandfather, draft beer was 20 cents. For a shoop, what they call a shoop, which is a you know like a mug of beer, yeah, but it's called a shoop, and uh, he raised the price from twenty cents to a quarter, <laughs> and all these old guys were like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I can't even keep my nickel now. Yeah, sort to God, it was like wow. Things if they could, they if they were alive change. now, yeah, four dollars for draft beer, right? These guys would be killing you. Oh man! <laughs> yeah. Well, when we raised the price, even three dollars after yeah. after yeah. these when these guys yeah. took over, we raised the price. Yeah, and uh, you know they they were like, we're not coming there. <laughs> it's well, like, uh, you know, I'm like, go to any other bar in America. Yeah, yeah. Like it's one of the cheapest yeah. bars like anywhere. Go know? to a hotel or an airport. Yeah, well, yeah. forty five dollars yeah. for a bottle of water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You need someone to co-sign yeah. if you want tequila. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seriously. But I can remember when I served beer, 75 cents a bottle for beer, 75 cents for a mixed drink. Right. And if somebody was drinking scotch, they were big shots because it was like a buck fifty. Yeah. <laughs> really? Right. No kidding. They were yeah. big shots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Remember you used to have that one bottle of scotch? I think it was scotch. In the cupboard down below, behind the bar? Oh, that was from my friend from Toronto. The yeah. guy used to bring it to me, a retired RCMP guy. Yeah. 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 He'd only break it out for certain people. Oh, well, yep. It's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. He'd be like, Chris, give me that thing out of the cupboard. McKay <laughs> White. McKay White. It's called McKay yep. White Scotch. And yep. it's pretty, it's average Scotch in Scotland, but it's really hard to get here. You can't, I don't think you can get it in the States. He would bring it for me from Canada. Oh, okay. He's an RCMP. Yeah. Or uh, retired. Yeah. Right. I do so remember you that. Good guy, Kenny. Yeah, yeah, the amount of characters yeah. that you've seen come in and out of that place is just astronomical. Because that's like, yeah. you get a special side of society when you work in a bar like that. Because you're getting a different version of everybody. Well, and especially yeah. when you when it's a bar from a small town. Yeah, like right. Because yeah. like, you get the local yogles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The every-nighters. The yep. peop- the, yeah, the Yeah, the characters. Right. And you have to learn to deal with them. Yep. Because you can't throw people out when you live in a small town. No. Because you don't have anybody else to fill that seat. You don't. Yeah. It's, it's, so you it's have a fact. To learn, you have to learn how to deal with it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you've had plenty but you of learn story. a lot from it. I mean, I learned a lot about just people in general. And yeah, I'm sure. How to deal with them, yeah. Because that's not um, like working at a bank where people come in and out. Yeah. And you're just doing, like, this is a, it's a way more personal uh transaction i guess right exactly yep you've had plenty of stories of like locals being shit-faced and you're like get out fuck you leave and they're like oh fuck you too i'll see you tomorrow all right buddy see (laughs) you tomorrow (laughs) right all right you're out of here for tonight right yeah i mean i've had to throw some people out but they come back they come right back yeah my grand and and there's no hard feelings we shake hands since you know it's done i'm sorry i was an asshole Yeah. yeah yeah my grandfather used to do like if you were a jerk once, you got like two weeks out of there. If you were a jerk twice, you got like two months out of there. Oh yeah. If you were a jerk three times, you're like out longer. Like and a then, penalty box. And then the last jerk was like, 
I'm sick of you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see you anymore. I don't want to see you ever again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he would do like stints like that. Yeah. It's funny. Somebody told me the other day that um, Martin had a rule that if you could get your money on the bar, you could buy a drink. Way back, way back in the day. If you could what? If you could get your money on the bar. If you were tall enough to get your money onto the bar, oh, you could get a drink. Oh, come on. <laughs> well, what about the, the topless no, midget no, no, from no. the scullery? She's you on know, luck. But, you know, but, oh. Oh, you're talking about. Yeah. Oh. oh. We won't mention names. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you can tell your version of your well your story because no, I, mean, I know uh, who you're talking about i know you I, do <laughs> i'm i'm sorry I, i'm sorry i missed her but i'm not <laughs> she's an old regatta chick she sure is she used to come in during regattas i, I met her through my good friend roger yeah uh god bless him he's gone now but yeah. you know um yeah uh Oh God! I can't think of names. I'm so bad on names, but yeah, she's crazy, <laughs> crazy fun, crazy fun. She's crazy fun. Didn't she um, look out? Didn't she break a window? She broke the. She wanted to get upstairs at yeah. the top of the stairs, and she. And you know how thick those windows are? Because it's an outside door, right. That we put in there. I mean, that's how we did it. So yeah. we got to use it. <laughs> we got to use it. Yeah, and she had to get stitches in her hand. I yeah. was like, she's still, she's still partying. <sighs> Nice girl. She's a lot of fun. Just, so we've you know. abandoned the tall enough to get your money on the bar rule, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that, that's not true. She but, just you know, back a in the tall day, kid to help her out? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but back in the day, you know, when drinking age was 18 and all this crazy law stuff wasn't going on. You yeah. Could drink, you could drink at 16 and yeah. nobody really gave a rat's ass. Right. That was back in the day when the police would... They'd give you right home if they found you in a ditch. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's not yeah. like it is now. No. Yeah. It was a much much different, much better time. Much different. Well, <laughs> yeah. As a bar owner, looks at it much better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. yeah. Much more tolerant back then. Yeah. So those are the changes that you have saw, like over the years of your family having that place. The you know, twenty cents a beer goes to twenty five, yeah. and now like you've had uh, they're losing their mind deal with all yeah. the changes you think it's yeah. gotten way more tense and way more tight as far as oh it's the not law? As, yeah it's it's much harder now to run a bar yeah you know, it's not as easy you no dram shop insurance to get all the, the the liquor liability laws and all that they gouge you, know, you. It, it used to be if you got drunk you're responsible for your own actions Sure. Yeah, now the bar, now, if you're over-served. Not only the bar, it's not even the bar. Everyone else is responsible for your own actions, according to the laws now. Right. I mean, if you have a house party, yeah, if you have a house party at your house and somebody leaves that house drunk and gets in an accident, you could lose your house. Because I know. Because the people they hurt can sue you yeah. because you let them drink at your house irresponsibly. Right. And it's like... What? I know. It's insane. Yeah. And that's that's part of the problem, too. That's nuts. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the way it is now. Yeah. Lawyers. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Fucking lawyers. Fucking lawyers. (laughs) So, uh, what else? Who other um, characters? I mean, some of the dudes who go there now, like, they've been there for decades right oh, some yeah. of them you know yeah not too many now that well there's a few there's yeah, a few still there yeah yeah 
Yeah, Jay and Donnie. <laughs> well, that's an old family from Youngstown. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And actually, their father owned the Eldorado Hotel across the street. Yeah. Until it, yeah, until its demise when it burned. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how everything ended back in the day. <laughs> Every, everything in this town yeah. burned. <laughs> everything just burned. Say that, knock on wood. Yeah, <laughs> not that. Yeah. Yeah, the El Dorado. Yeah. And uh, which may or may not be getting rebuilt. I don't I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen there either. I don't know either. Yeah. No uh, nobody seems to know. Yeah. Supposedly is getting rebuilt, but Well, know. it's in a plan, but who knows what's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm personally am for it not getting built. But um That's in this lot across the street? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, it, where it originally was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a beautiful old building. The the gentleman who wants to do it wants to rebuild a replica of it. Okay. Which, you know, I, that's, that's even when yeah. I had even when I had the jug, I, I thought of because somebody else who bought the property wanted to do the same thing. Yeah. And as much as I missed the view from the jug, right. that's a big uh, yeah, that's a big selling but, point. You know, if they if they did a a replica of it, it'd still be pretty cool because yeah. it's a beautiful old building. It was a, yeah. you know, high Victorian style building, which was really nice. Yeah. If you ever see pictures of it. Yeah. Better build out of stone. But, <laughs> you know, it's got to be out of wood. It's got to be a replica. Yeah. 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 But we'll see what happens. Do you, um, what year did it burn down in? Uh, like 1939. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, so you've only seen well, it. And it partially burned, and then they had to tear it down. Right. Yeah. It was a beautiful building, my mother, because the people that owned it, the Jeffords that owned it. Yeah. Uh, my mother was friends, and my two aunts were friends with all their family, all their siblings. They uh-huh. were all the same age, and they used to go over there and play. So my mother said that it was just beautiful inside. Right. Yeah, it was a really nice hotel. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you you were at the jug for the regatta years, which I only saw like the tail end of. Mm. But like that was the crazy <laughs> shit, right? The regatta years were crazy. Yeah. That's insane. It and I mean big. it was so intense. It was like just the few that I was at, yeah. like we played I mean we did a <clears> few <throat> years in a row there at the last the last few that were big. I remember out in the parking lot in the back. Yeah. Playing Ramble on with Mechanico, yeah. and I was like looking around. I'm like, "There's a fuckload of people out here." <laughs> like, a, yeah, it was nuts. In the '90s, it sort of peaked. Yeah, they did 500 boats. Yeah. 500 people camping all over. 2,500 yeah. people. Yeah, it was crazy. On this tiny dance. little town. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That was. And uh, how many boats is it now? Well, now it's not the Vergata. Yeah, it's I know. Zero. Yeah. It's the can I think they do like 50 or 75 boats, maybe. Yeah, yeah. there was 500. I think, yeah. the, I think the top was like 470-something. Wow. But that was... Sailors don't fuck around. That Sailors party. Was great. Well, yeah. Who, yeah. <laughs> that one out. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a... Uh, in the 90s, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen Sail Magazine. There's a big magazine called Sail Magazine, whatever. And... Uh, their whole cover story and the whole main story was about the Lever Regatta one year. Yeah. And then one year in um, in the Rolling Stone magazine, the Lever Regatta was listed as one of the ten best parties to really? come to in the United States. Yeah. Oh, shit. Back in the 90s. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's bad. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's fucking badass. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was crazy. It was crazy. I used to have a whole week planned 
before we, you know, because it was for 40 years, but the regatta was 40 years. Um, I used to have a whole week planned before the regatta, like what I had to do every day to get ready for it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Because it was just, it, it was. It's a marathon. I'd be so stressed out. Yeah. And plus, it was just so many people and so crazy. You just got to let it I used happen. to tell you, I, I would have 15 bouncers. Yeah. For two nights. <coughs> uh-huh. <coughs> but then, you know, at the end of it, when you get through it alive, that's, you know, you, you just made that's your nut for the year. Yeah. Right? No, it doesn't work that way. No. <laughs> no you don't understand. No, I don't. I don't. I'm looking around going, all right, these guys yeah. must be making all the money they'll ever need today. No. No, you make a lot of money, but you have to spend a lot. You don't understand. You're paying 15 bouncers a night. Right. And at right. $100 a per. It all goes $100 back into a night. It. Yeah. Yeah. So your first, you know, and back then I was selling beers for. Just don't like get fifteen bouncers. Bucks. Get one shotgun and just have it. <laughs> yeah, right. just show it to everybody. Like that would have been nice. <laughs> just that show it to nice. everyone. That'll be nice. Yeah, if you yeah. use it, you don't even well, need to buy any bullets. To, but you'd have to have fifteen bouncers because the whole backyard, you know, how it's all fenced in in the back. Right. Yeah. After it got to the point where nobody could come in because it'd be so, I mean, even the backyard was so crowded, I couldn't let people in. Yeah. They'd yep. go around the whole fence line and they'd be jumping the fence. Right. So I'd have to have the bouncers out there grabbing them and bring them back in. Right. And throwing them out. Yeah. And, like, yeah. yeah. And plus, you got underagers then coming in. Oh, yeah. You, know, you can't do that. Yeah. It was crazy yeah. back then. Yeah. Remember the guy that Gurner got of that, uh, I don't. We. I still don't know how he got into the. It was the old storage room behind the washing, behind the uh, washer and dryer room. Do you remember you were, you were in the kitchen, and I went through, and all of a sudden I came back. I came out with a guy. Do you remember that? Oh, ma- yeah. I was like, "How the fuck did this guy get yeah. by you?" And you're like, yeah. "He didn't come by me." He didn't come by me. <laughs> yeah, he snuck in the back door. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was so you know that building's got so many doors. I know. It'd be locked. You have to have like, it open the, to. Dude, he scared the shit out. out of me because it was pitch yeah. black back yeah. there, and I went back there to grab <laughs> something, and. And uh, I, I bumped into someone, yeah. and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, what are you doing in here? Oh, I don't know. He's like, Good. "Who are you?" I'm looking for food, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, like, "What the it. fuck?" Yeah. I'm like, "Let's go!" I fucking grabbed this yeah. guy. <laughs> you know, it's a. I don't know what you call it—a clusterfuck, whatever. But yeah, I think that's drugs exactly are what fun, you call it. but then they could be real pain in the ass sometimes yeah. too. They're right. either the best always, or the worst. I know. I like, always used to like. I oh god, I can remember. The last few years, I'd sit in the kitchen on a Friday and Saturday night just because I just couldn't listen to the noise and it yeah. was crazy. Yeah. I'd be sitting in the kitchen going, oh, what the fuck? What am I doing here? Yeah. And then I'd hear somebody yell something so stupid and funny <laughs> that I would just start laughing. i go, oh, you know, I got to yeah. love this. Like, I love this. All right. They're so yeah. goofy. Yeah. <laughs> it gets exhausting because that's yeah. cause going, everybody but else is just going laugh. out. I'm like, oh, my God, you're so funny. Yeah. yeah. Goofball. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Yeah. That's for damn sure. There's a ton of them in there. And then I just sort of go, this is why I still do this, because these people make me laugh. Yep. This is yeah. funny. That's yeah. the show. That's where yeah. we got to put the microphones. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. should. Right. We should just hang one yeah. from the middle of the ceiling one night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> There'd be a lot I of recognize things. that voice. That's as bad as taking pictures in a bar and yeah. film. You can't do it. No, yeah. you can't. I know. I'm, I'm joking, obviously. But, <laughs> yeah. but it would be great. Yeah. Incriminating <laughs> evidence. Yeah. You'd be like, well, I'll just edit all that it's out. It's like I don't you know? agree with people taking uh, 
pictures in a bar and put it on Facebook and say, no. don't do that. It is I an know. epidemic. That's not cool because it's... you don't know who you're taking a picture of behind that person. Exactly. You shouldn't yeah. be there. Exactly. Maybe you shouldn't be there standing next to that other person. Yeah. It's so sacred. don't freaking do that. Exactly. All these boomer all. ladies yeah, are obsessed with their Facebook. It's, it's like bar. crack to them. They just need, yeah. and especially if they start that getting drunk, to, they just need to start to, taking pictures yeah, of everything. Yeah, that would anger me. I would be like, put the phone down. I yeah, get, you know what I get a lot is yeah. while we're playing, I get like some lady takes a selfie with me behind yeah. her and then looks in her phone and posts it and smiles and then leaves. And she didn't yeah. l- hear one song or even make eye contact <laughs> or wave at me. Like, I'm just like, well, you're a hero. I, I don't fucking know. You're a hero. <laughs> I'm just like a thing she took a picture with. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. I'm a man. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's going to post next week. I took him home. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, love, I love music. Yeah. He's my best friend. <laughs> like, all right, whatever. So, yeah, relax with that. All right, Captain's Jug of Thoughts. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to get, uh, we're getting dinner ready. And then tonight we're going to venture out to Ironworks to see our friend Ryan. You or Mike Henderson? Remember last time he was Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's going to be uh, drumming. Change with... his name to his brother's name. <laughs> Who? Henderson. R- Ryan. Oh, Ryan. We, yeah, we. Oh, changed Mike it. Henderson. We pretended it was Mike Henderson on the show. Well, just for just in case. Just for it could be a plus. It was yeah. fucking hilarious. That could be a plus. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. We're going to see him play with his new band Grub tonight. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, Captain's Jugger thoughts. We'll be back. All right. So going with the theme of this episode, I'm going to toss a song in here. Uh, this is off my second album, I think, called Making Noises, Broken Toys. I don't know. It's all kind of a blur. But, uh, yeah, this song is about the jug. It's about, like, I wrote it about jug nights and playing shows there. And the fuck is going on? My cats are destroying my house. Um, it's it's just, yeah, it's about the jug. And it's a personal thing, and I hope you all connect to it. This is uh, old an old recording. Uh, but yeah, here you go. This song is called, it's B-F-O-H-A, which stands for Bitch Fell on Her Ass, which is about, you know, people fall down. People fall down, go boom, sometimes at the jump, but these are about the memories that uh, we will cherish forever. Oh, Jesus Christ.
I know it's red. Yep, it's certainly red. <laughs> Is it good? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's dry. It's have a nutty aftertaste. Good dry red wine. It's good. No, no, I don't taste any uh, nutty aftertaste. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> the night is still young. It's too early for a nutty aftertaste. I'll be home before nutty aftertaste. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so I forgot where we were in the story. You're bartending at 13. Yeah. And then, yes. uh, when did you become the main man? Uh, I took it. Nineteen seventy-seven was oh, when man. I got my liquor license. I was twenty-one. Exactly. This is like we're gonna make yeah. a movie out of this, like Joe Dirt, how he's on the radio telling his life story, yes. and then it keeps flashing back. Well, I'm gonna write a book. Yeah. Well, somebody has to write it for me. You need yeah. to. Yeah. That's gonna be my million-dollar ownership. This could yeah. be your way yeah. of writing the book. All right, there we go. It's, we'll it's, like a, it's a live book. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, this I, is I when got my liquor license in nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And that was, I mean, fucking 70s. Yeah, that was the 70s. Different time. Nobody even gave shit time. about you back then. And like, I didn't you weren't even, even a thought. No. <laughs> Nobody was a thought. Not you two. Yeah. I, I was one. I was. Oh, you were one. Yeah. I was one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They still weren't thinking yeah. about you. Nah. I, uh, actually. <laughs> Probably not. What happened was, uh, it's not a depressing story, but. It is life. You should know about it. Um, I started working uh, in probably about 73 or 74. My one cousin started working with me, and we tend a bar together, my cousin Frank Sikoski. And uh, we worked together really well. We were tenant bar all the time from the time we were 18, but he was two years older than me. And, uh, and then... In 1976, he was he was 21. I was only 19. Um, uh, he was applying for his liquor license, so we were going to do a partnership. And uh, and then uh, in seven no, it was before that 74. And uh, and then in 75, he had a motorcycle accident, passed away. So then I that's why I took it over by myself. Because uh, my grandfather said, well, if you don't take this liquor license now and do it when you're 21, which would be 1977, he said, I'm selling and we're out of here. Yeah. So that's why he took it. So we kept it in the family. But I went to 21. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was 21. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, kind of like do it or or die. Yeah. 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 But I wanted to mention my cousin because he's a great guy, wonderful guy. Sure. Very good person. Yeah, so that's why I ended up doing it solo. If not, I would have had a partnership. So, how old were your grandparents when this happened? When you took over? Well, Jesus, nineteen seventy-seven. My grandmother would have been; she was born in nineteen oh three, so she would have been seventy. What's that? I can't do the math. You drunk? Seventy-four. <laughs> Yeah, and my grandfather was born in 1894, oh. so do the math. Uh, yeah, so, so he was 83? He was already 83, yeah. Because yeah. he told me, he said, if you don't take it over, I'm selling. Like, yeah. I'm done. 
because he'd already done it for 40 years. Yeah. yeah for and sure. now after me doing it for 40 years, I could understand. He was like, screw it. <laughs> yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> it's a long time to do a hardcore business like that. Yeah, it is. Um, so you had it all through the 80s. 80s, 90s, 2000s. I yeah. picture the jug yeah. in the 80s. Because I, I just picture it going through the decades and everybody yeah. changing. Everybody got the 70s mm-hmm. cool, you know, fucking army jacket, yeah. long hair, beard, and then 80s with the 70s hair. was pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> Weirder than the 80s? Yeah, I'm burning all my pictures of the 70s. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The really, yeah, short shorts and. I remember, I remember, yeah. like, yeah, not good. I, Clog, I can remember, I tend to bar and clogs. Short, short, clogs. I actually tend to bar and clogs, and uh, they, they were pretty comfortable. I made a lot of money, but still, <laughs> bad luck. <laughs> really bad luck. <laughs> clogs. Clogs. I still have them. You still yeah. have them? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> you still wear them? No. <laughs> it might be coming back. It might be coming no. back. You never know. Only on Halloween. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I still do, though. Yeah, did you guys have uh, music and everything back then, too? No we, never, no? no, we never did live music until... Uh, actually, we started doing live music not until the regatta. Like, wow, yeah. You know, early 80s. Yeah. Yeah. Our first, actually, my the first live music we did was for regattas, and I did uh, it was uh, my cousin's bands, um, Stephen Tom Pesha, and uh, Mark Tower. Uh, you know, don't make me think of names. What's the name of their band? They were so good, and they were a good band. Yeah, uh, what was the name of their band? I know, I can't think of it. Now. I know, and they're, they're, no you know, they're gonna kick my ass because I can't think of it. And they were a great band. They and they set up a stage. It was wonderful. Yeah, they were good. Nah. Man, I can't remember either. <laughs> I do know who you're talking about. Somebody listening God. knows, or knows somebody who knows. Call, Find out and let call us know. in, call in. Yeah, yeah. It was. Oh my God, they were so good. <laughs> and they right. were. They they really yeah. played. They played a lot of '80s. They were good. There's a thing about like I love playing at the jug because there's no you know you go up to the city and you go to shows and it's cool but it's a scene and that's great and everything and you want to play college bars or the type of thing and then you have your dirty rock bars or a thing and you have punk bars and all this shit and then you have like your parties with a bunch of dumb girls where you got to play you know hip-hop and shit like that (laughs) and they just eat it up but the jug is a place where no one's like no one's trying to be like i'm at a rock show like i'm a cool scene motherfucker like it's just honest small town everybody's hanging everybody's there to just hang and it's the purest most honest reaction you could get out of anybody if something's gonna work live yeah and it's just you just get to it that's it's pure and honest the locals yeah yeah you just have local people off the grid where you physically feel how far away you are from any sort of center of society or whatever the fuck we're basically canada yeah you know what i mean we're closer to canada than we are to anything else (laughs) But I love. I think it's a great place for music because of that. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Oh, for sure. Because Canada. Uh, let me think of that. Uh, we used to do. Um, there was a Canadian uh, music station in the seventies and the eighties. Uh, what the hell was the name of it? Don't worry. <laughs> I know you're killing me. I'm no, not because, saying anything. Don't worry about it. It's no, a because, Canadian radio uh, station. The, 
the and they were called the Wankies was their their ball team and they would come to the they they came over here a couple the years. The Wankies. And, yeah, this um that's oh my god, this is going to drive me nuts. I can't you guys should have questioned me before this <laughs> so I could like remember. That's all right. This the is part C- of the beauty CFNY. of the show. CFNY. CFNY. CFNY Wankies oh, yeah. and they were and they and everybody on the thing did a they hit a ball team. And for a couple years in a row, they came over here and they played the Jug Ball team. Oh wow! Oh my gosh! So That's CFNY, international. CFNY Wankies, and they played all '80s music. They were very freaking at the time, like yeah. the hot, yeah, the the best station to listen to. Right, CFNY. And the Yankees. Did they oh introduce God, a so lot of Canadian I, music here? Oh, because nothing but oh yeah, that's how that's how the law is. That's there. how like, everybody understood Canadian music. That's how the hip got so big and Rush and all that shit. Everything, like, yeah. Because yeah. there's like a law, you have to play yeah. a certain amount because, of Canadian uh, artists. My cousin's in an band. Because my cousin's band, the the oh, God, I wish you could remember the band, and I know it. The they're Eagles. Gonna, they're gonna kick the my Eagles. ass. The <laughs> Eagles. Start yeah, naming bands. Ass. No, no, no. no. Flag of Eagles. Wu Tang Clan. They played at the Jog <laughs> during Regattas. Um, oh God, I can't think. Bone Thugs and Harmony. They're gonna kick my ass. Pretty sure it was this. Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. <laughs> but it was. All, but they played all Canadian music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we all left the CF, CFNY back in the eighties and nineties. But it was this, and the name of their their. Uh, Baseball team. Their baseball team was the, the Wankies. Wankies. <laughs> the Wankies, which is, yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. Hey. It's Wank. the Wankies. Yeah. Which Were they good? Very English for wanking. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not <laughs> as good as that. a radio station. Yeah. Baseball team is going to no, get. They're, oh, my God. It was a great radio station. Yeah. But they came over two years in a row, they came over and played the jug team. And that was like 1983, 1984. Yeah. Oh, wow. My dad was yeah. probably on that team. He could have been, yeah. Yeah. Have been. The CIA, oh, these guys are great. And they're so funny. Yeah. It's good. And of course, that radio station is not on anymore. Yeah. But it's good. We should have them. We yeah. should get and all they, the disc jockeys from there, have and, them come uh, over and rev it up, and we'll and start another podcast. It was very, like, at the time, no, no, what could I say? But they used to do um, they used to do a live broadcast every Sunday night from CBGBs. Oh, nice! In Toronto, they would do a live broadcast. That's cool. CF, oh, I can't see him. Yeah, what, we, I'm fucking it up. I can't. I can't remember. CSNY. CFNY. <laughs> CFNY. Yeah, it was CFNY. You know, somebody's gonna motherfucking me. Crosby, Franklin, Nash. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was a great radio station. It'll just be one and, of the guys from Romania. But it was the, <laughs> wan- the but the team was they were called the Wankies, and they were all the all the dis- DJs and stuff. Yeah, and they came from Toronto, came over the bridge, came over and played right in Youngstown, and they played the Jug Team in Youngstown. That's it great. Great. Yeah. And like eighty, that was like eighty three, eighty four. Yeah. Wow. That's the movie. Oh my God, we had a lot of fun. Those guys were great. So then you move it was into awesome the radio station. You go through the 80s, the yeah. Berlin Wall comes down, yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson, stop at the charts, and we're moving into the 90s now. What, uh, I mean, and the whole time the price of beer keeps going up. Always. Everything goes up. You got to make more money. How was the, uh, was the business, I mean, 
steady as far as the locals go, right? I mean, you, you constantly always, have that. It was always steady, but it was tougher as it got older because of the the laws. Just the yeah. laws for DWIs and drinking and driving. and Which maybe those situation. laws apply better to like a city bar that has like constant right. shit going on. But then a small town bar, you know, you can yeah, lighten up a little bit, I guess. Right, it's, it's worse because... You you don't have public transportation, yeah, which makes it worse. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole difference. This right. is pre Uber, yeah, right. Yeah. Pre Uber, yeah. no shuttle, no taxis. I mean, a taxi costs you sixty dollars. I read. Yeah, I know. You come yeah. from Niagara Falls back here, yeah. right? And even Uber's a little different, but yeah, it's just right. I mean, the city bars, it's fine. Right, you can do it. Sure. Yeah, but it's tough when you live in a small town, one like stoplight town. Yeah. yeah. But you know the the heart of the jug has always been there, right? The 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 spirit. It's never you've seen it through all the changes, and it's never it never became a fucking Bennigan's, and it never like it's it has stayed the jug the whole time. If it ever becomes a Bennigan's, <laughs> I'll be dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it no, ever becomes what? Happen. A Bennigan's or a, a chain restaurant? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Happen. Is it stayed the jug the whole time? It can't. That'd be crazy. Yeah. It's, uh, well, now it's the new, a new family has it. Yeah. The Costello family. And, uh, that was a, that was a handing over the torch, changing the guard of sorts. Exactly. It's a good thing, though. I'm, I'm happy with it. Well, there another. My family's happy with it. We all made a decision about it. Yeah. You'd have you to right. put it in good hands. Yeah. And we really like. Jesus. Michael doing it. Michael's done a lot of nice stuff with it. Yeah. And, uh, it's yeah, the construction and whatnot and adding he's on. He's done a lot of and, and he's a, you know, he could he does a lot of the work on his own, which is yes. Yeah. yeah, he does most of it on his own. Yeah, he's a factotum, which mm-hmm. is what that building needs. Yeah. Somebody they can do all the work on his own. It's too yeah. expensive to hire people, yeah. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And it's a labor of love. You know, it's his place. And he he's does love do it, it. He, yeah. and he loves it the same way we did. So yeah. I that's, was happy to – that's one of the reasons I said okay. Because right. when he came to me, I knew that I would put it in good hands with him. So I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Right. What if somebody came up to you and said, we're going to give you $20 million to turn this into an Applebee's? I would have taken it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't lie. Yeah. yeah. Twenty million. We'll build another jug somewhere else. Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. I, can, I don't care because I won't gonna... be here. I'm leaving town. Yeah. Rep- yeah replicate yeah, the jug yeah. down in Never Kansas. see I mean, that again. You know, I love history and all that, but you know, still. Fuck it. It's over. The future. Money's is money. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Twenty million dollars is okay. It goes a long way. Actually, they could have said two. Because <laughs> the two man, I would have said, "See ya." <laughs> you hear that, Applebee's? Yeah. Uh, you missed your chance. Where were you? <laughs> <laughs> the bidding war. Yeah, you could have had it. You could have so had now, the jug. You know, you can go into the jug and and chill and enjoy but, it, and you don't have to worry about. Although, if Applebee's owned it, I wouldn't be able to walk in like I do now. <laughs> like anytime I can go in there and I could say, "What are you guys doing upstairs? I want to see what's going on." And like, Daddy, go up there and see it. Yeah. And oh yeah, I, and then I tell them a couple stories about whatever rooms and whatnot in there <laughs> that I know. Yeah, well, story. Know. I mean, hypothetically, 
These are all hypotheticals. This is a show. This is we're doing characters. Right. This isn't even this. I've been doing all three of these voices this whole time. There's nobody here. <laughs> Hypothetically, what kind of stories? If you had to make up a story for a fake show like this, which is scripted. Well, why don't you use my voice and say it? <laughs> oh, see, he still see, won't go on the fourth floor alone. Creepy. I won't. I won't. <laughs> I was up there Christmas time with Michael, and I was like, I ain't going up there alone. Yep. No way. I was there. That's the only reason I know. <laughs> Why? Because it's spooky? It's extremely creepy. It's... We didn't go up there at night. Maybe that would uh We went up there in the uh, day, and it was a nice dude, day. So I, won't even go up there. I won't even go up there during the day. Because you know of the Is thing... there electricity because up there? Because I know there's... You know the things day. that have happened. Yes. Like and, what? Uh, and these... Well, I'm just telling you, going back to when the ghost hunters came there, uh, the first time I had like these ghost hunters up there, they said they were like, when they first got there, they opened up the doorway to the fourth floor, you know, because it's like blocked off. If you've been up there, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm like, okay, fine. Yes. Yeah. Well, know for them, yeah. And those guys were up there for like 20 minutes, and then I heard a window pane break because we have. We had old glass windows stashed up there. And those guys came downstairs and they were like, somebody's really mad up there. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody's pissed up there. And I was like, I told you. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? I told you. bags. I told you it wasn't nice up there. (laughs) These aren't, this isn't Casper. It's not friendly ghosts. So they don't know how it broke? Yeah. And no, they were just like, they came down and they were like, oh my God. I was like, I told you. (laughs) It ain't nice up there. Yeah. Well, aren't they supposed then, to hunt them? Well, they don't hunt. They, they just, should like, call it something they feel different. It out. They just feel it out. They're then they're just ghost ghosts, but observers. They're not hunting. They're I want observers. this thing dead. I want this thing's head. <laughs> Technically, the ghost I'm, observers. You want yes. to mount the head on the wall. But, uh, yeah. But they're not then, hunting. Uh, so they said there's somebody up in the attic that's, they're just angry. Yeah. There's somebody angry up there. And I was like, I know that because you never go up there and feel good. I bet if like, you took it's a kind of heavy, it's took like a cool. bottle of rum or something and just put it up there and just left it there and came back the next day, it'd be empty and the ghost would be happy. The ghost is needs a needs a drink. Know. It's a ghost of the jug. That's why they're mad. Yeah, well, maybe that's it. It's going know. through withdrawals. Well, they, He's detoxing. You could walk down three flights of stairs and get it. He is a ghost. Yeah. Know, maybe his soul is yeah. trapped up there. Yeah. Right. Well, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's according to the spiritualist, yeah. You gotta set him free. Trapped up got, there? I I don't want to set him free. He's got unfinished. I'm not business. doing an exorcism. He's still got an open. <laughs> he's just pissed. He's got. Dude, unfinished I don't know whatever business. it is. I just know the guy's pissed. They told me this person is pissed. And it's very uh, it's it's a bad feeling when you go up there. Yeah. You feel it's heavy. You I just don't know. I didn't... you're not. It's uncomfortable. You, you feel like somebody's. On your back all the time. Maybe you're in tune with those types of things. Yeah. Some people because you're they yeah. they trust you. Yeah. They know you. The ghosts know you. You've been there forever. Maybe that maybe it's one of my relatives. I don't know. But all I know is, I was, I could I, you could always feel it. 
It's a ghost who's like, $4 for a beer. <laughs> Are you crazy? Where's my nickel? Where's my nickel? I spent 25 it's, cents. It's a ghost who didn't get his nickel back, so that's why he's still haunting the I place. don't even get my nickel back. Go you put a what? nickel in the top of the stairs believe and the ghost not, will take it Some of the customers said, I could believe that. <laughs> yeah. They're going to haunt me for my nickel. <laughs> here, take it. Get out of here. Here's a buck and a quarter. <laughs> Where do we? Where, I mean, the jug will always stand. This, the, you know, things hopefully things go up and down, yeah. and the jug will always be there. What do you? What I do you hope so. for the jug in the future to just stay just the jug? So it stays the way it is, and uh, the people that always take care of it appreciate what it is. Yeah, the yeah. way I did. It's it's history, just it's it's beauty with its woodwork and just the way it was built to yeah. keep it. As it is, it the way takes, I did. It takes that long yeah. to have a place like that. Yeah. You don't just build a yeah. place out of scratch like that. You no, know what I mean, no. like it's it's soaked into the wood of the place. Yeah, yeah. this is uh, what the hundred and seventy eighth anniversary this year. Wow. When well, I don't know. Do the yeah. math. Eighteen forty two. But I don't know if eighteen forty two was when they started to build it or when they finished it. Uh, when it was open, right? Ballpark. But eighteen forty two, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we've had some legendary nights there yeah. just in the time we've been around. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of which that we've always talked about is the Halloween night. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the infamous Chicks with Dicks Halloween night that yeah. you participated in. Yeah. Weren't well, you like Bride of Frankenstein or something? <laughs> oh, when I played in the band? Yeah. yeah. That was one of my favorite times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I had such a good time. That was, that was such so a funny. good time. I looked like the Bride of Frankenstein. I, oh, that wasn't on purpose? That, that was the night I found out that if I was a drag queen, I would be the ugliest drag queen alive <laughs> in the world. I think we all were. Yeah. Oh, Pete looked like one nasty. of the Manson sisters. No, but, Me and Pete no. looked like the Manson sisters. <laughs> no, Steve looks like. No, Steve loved it. Oh yeah, Steve was kind of like. I think he like looked at himself. <laughs> I think so too. Well, fucking remember, just I got joke, home Steve. way it's late just that a joke, night, Steve. And he was in my bed. Yeah. Ah, Steve. Yeah, still in all, in all the clothing. Yeah, see? he's like, hey. Oh. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> I was like, what the? No, fuck? that was. A, I tell you, I still have that picture framed. I have that picture framed. And of that's all one of us, of, yeah. That's yeah, how this movie ends. The, one like the, the end of the Sandlot when it pans over yeah. the wall and that's the frame. Right, and it's just you and a bunch of dudes. I just, I just laugh. At it. I go, I am the ugliest freaking drag queen. Like I could never be a Bruce. What's his face? Who's, who turned into a woman now? Bruce Jenner? Bruce yeah. Jenner. Now Caitlyn like, Jenner. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I Caitlyn couldn't be Jenner. Caitlyn yeah. Jenner. The jug has seen a lot of I can't see political. But yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I'm an ugly woman. Well, neither can he. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> I think yeah, that was a that was a good night. It was an infamous <laughs> night. People still talk about it. Oh, I love that. That we was still a talk gr- about it. that was a good that was, that was a great night. That yeah. was so much fun. That, really was. that one sticks out. What's another what's what's one when you think about your times at the jug, what's one that sticks out? I know that's a loaded question. Oh, that is a loaded question. Decades there. Yeah, decades. Like you'd have to give me decades. You have to say seventies, sixties, whatever. <laughs> Ooh, the greatest oh. hits of every oh. year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my God! I can't even go there. I can't. I, I, really I can't even go yeah. there. I can't. Like, there's too many. Yeah, there's too many recollections, and I can't focus on them now. It was all fun. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It was all annoying fun. You know, I've got that um, the picture 
It's a big picture up in the office that's been there. It's from the 80s with the girls dancing on the bar. You know oh, what I'm talking yeah, about? yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. The ball team? Yeah. The baseball team? Yeah, the girls? Oh, my softball team. Yeah. So Dave Perot delivers I'm all this stuff, right? I'm not going to say who those girls are in that picture. Well, listen. Yeah. So Dave, you know, Dave, he comes and he delivers. Yeah. Yeah. He delivers yeah. he delivers me all the merchandise and stuff goes, like oh, a few I weeks ago. Yeah. He goes, Oh my god. He she goes, Is that my sister? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a school teacher? I don't want to say yeah. That's oh, yeah. awesome. Uh, it was she great. Because I showed that picture to her one time and she was like, Get rid of that picture. Get rid of that picture. My students see that picture. It's like a blown up picture. It's yeah. Like, it's it is. It's huge. Yeah. It's not like a yeah, random they photograph. gave it to me as a gift. Yeah. One year. They, they were, I'll tell you what, they were the most amazing girls softball team. Yeah. Freaking partiers. I mean, like yeah. just money making, you know? Yeah. But they were also a good ball team. <laughs> All of them were crazy girls, a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, like, when you have girls like that in the bar having fun, like, you know there's going to be guys in there. I mean, oh, yeah. That's good, my job as a musician is to make the girls dance. Yes. Right. The girls are dancing, and, and they the were, whole night is a success. And those girls, I mean, their pictures, they're all dancing on the bar. Yeah. And they would do that every time. Yeah. Really? Time. Oh, yeah. Every night. They were dancing <laughs> on the bar. That's like Coyote that's, Ugly. Yes. Although they were better looking. Yeah. Hey, yeah. A, I don't know why they call it that. <laughs> Who's better looking? The girls of the jug. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, what a terrible name. <laughs> We're gonna have a, a bar movie. where like we have a bunch of hot chicks dancing on the bar. What's it gonna be called? Uh, Coyote Ugly. Like, yeah. You had to pick those two words at <laughs> yeah, all. No. Not like. Can, how about instead of coyote, maybe a fox? Similar, better word. Yeah. Maybe just not have the word ugly at all. <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I never understood that either. Nah. Kind of ugly. No. no. Not at all. Yeah, so fuck them. Uh, <laughs> starting a war, the Jug versus Coyote Ugly. Yeah, let's start a softball uh, match between them. Yeah, we should. And we should get the old disc jockeys from that Canadian radio station and see if they're still around and have them oh, do a fucking be awesome. radio show. Yeah. CFNY Wankies. Canadian <laughs> CFNY Wankies. Hell yeah. That's CFNY like the, that's the early 80s. You guys were not yeah. even like, you couldn't even speak yet. You were probably, I was already at the jug. Well, you were crapping your pants, but. I was doing more than that. Like no, you were doing that yesterday. I was sitting at the bar with a pop and a bag of chips. Yeah, but, yeah. but your mother was wiping it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, oh my God, CFNY if anybody knows anybody, get us con- connections. We want to interview the disc jockeys. I'm talking like it's yeah, early be 80s Canadian radio. I'll those guys right got down. 83, 84, 85, 86. Those are the four years, right there. Yeah, Guaranteed. yeah, yeah. CFNY Wankies. Oh we should God. get a. We should find old yeah. CFNY Wankies jerseys. That'd oh, be that would be yeah. cool. Yeah, that was a. They, it was that was a lot of fun. <laughs> they only did it twice. The third time they came over, all this shit started happening for some reason with the uh, coming back and forth across the the border, bridge. yeah. And they wouldn't let them come over. Yeah, that tightens what? everything up. Yeah, the third time they they played two they they played a game two times here. God, it was so much fun. It was a good time. <sighs> it was a good old days. Yeah. Who won? Yeah. 
Well, like I remember. <laughs> I don't know if they ever finished. Everybody won. Everybody. It was fun. Somewhere around the bottom of the good sixth, time. they just kind of no gave fights. Gave, nobody gave a shit. Right. It was just fun. And it was. These guys are great. All the DJs. You know, CFNY Wankies. CFNY. CFNY Wankies. The greatest, I'll tell you what, CFNY, greatest radio station in Toronto back in the 80s, late 70s, early 80s. Absolute best radio station. It was ever. really good in the early '90s. Still, I remember. Well, I remember. Yeah, it. I don't know if it went that far, but it yeah. did. I remember it. I'll tell you, it was the best freaking radio station ever. It was. It was really good. It was very upscale. Yeah, it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So good times all around at the Jug. Yeah. You have fond memories. Yes. You're happy with everything. You're happy that yes. you made it out alive. Yes, I did. And now you can enjoy it. It's so in next good time hands. we'll talk about the next two decades. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for now, I think it's time to get to dinner, right? Yeah, right. I think we're all pretty Sweet. hungry. All right. Captain's. I like this podcast. You like it? Yeah. Finally. God damn it, back. finally. I'll be back tomorrow. All right. <laughs> we'll be ready. <laughs> finally. Uh, that's yeah. what it is. It's just right. sitting around shooting yeah, shit. Yeah, this is all yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, gentlemen. I, thank you, I man. really had a good time doing this. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're, yeah. we're glad to, to have and you. We... At the beginning, I wasn't looking forward to it. <laughs> I, it's good. Yeah. Thank you. It's a good time. So, yeah, thanks again, Ed, for doing it. We've wanted you on the show for a while, so we're happy happy to have you. All right. (laughs) All right. Let's eat some dinner. All right. Captain's Jug of Thoughts. Um, January 25th, Friendly Foes at the Jug are doing our talking headset. Yep. That'll be a good one. All right. And uh, January 18th, Irregardless of Tudor. Come up to that. We got our friends Ish from uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, coming out and playing with us. They're fucking great. If you like Primus, you're gonna like them. Oh, uh, nice. That's that's uh, all right. Cool. Uh, see you next time. Bye. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. 